Welcome to Face Your Faith. I hope that this topic study will help you grow deeply in your relationship with God, to be fearless in your faith, and to present others the Word of God in freedom and in peace. Today we are in the book of 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, and we will be carefully going over what love is really all about. So let's dig in. The passage gives us a very clear understanding of what love is. So let's read it. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not boast. Love is not proud. Love does not dishonor others. Love is not self-seeking. Love is not easily angered. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Love always protects. Love always trusts. Love always hopes. Love always perseveres. And love never fails. Isn't that wonderful? We read what love is and we read what love doesn't do. And that's comforting. However, it took about five seconds to read that. And for most of us, we don't walk away really understanding what love is all about. So let's look into very deeply this passage of scripture. And we're going to use the dictionary along with the Bible to see what each of these words mean so that we can read this passage in a completely different way than you may have ever read before. Let's begin. Love is patient. The dictionary definition is being patient is slow to lose one's temper with irritating people or situations. The Bible says be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. That almost sounds like the dictionary definition. And that passage came from Ephesians 4.2. Let's continue. Love is kind. Dictionary definition, kindness is having or showing a friendly, generous, and considerate nature. The Bible says of kindness that we need to be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Love does not envy. Dictionary definition, to envy is marked by extreme desire for wealth or possessions or for another person's possessions. The Bible says, let us not become conceited, provoking one another and envying one another. Galatians 5.26. Love does not boast. The dictionary says to boast is to talk with excessive pride and self-satisfaction about one's achievements, possessions, or abilities. How often have you done that today? The Bible says, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom, let not the mighty man boast in his might, let not the rich man boast in his riches, but let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord. Love is not proud. Dictionary definition, being proud is feeling deep pleasure or satisfaction as a result of one's own achievements, qualities, or possessions. Sounds similar to boasting. Bible says of being proud, before his downfall, a man's heart is proud, but humility comes before honor. Proverbs 18, 12. James 4, 6 through 7 states, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Love does not dishonor others. Dictionary states of dishonor is to treat in a degrading manner, to reduce someone to a lower position in one's own eyes, or someone else's eyes to make someone ashamed or embarrassed. The Bible says, do not speak evil against one another, brothers, 
For one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. James 4.11. Love is not self-seeking. The dictionary says self-seeking is having concern for one's own welfare and interests before those of others. The Bible says, do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Philippians 2.3. Romans 2.8 continues, but for those who are self-seeking and who reject the truth and follow evil, there will be wrath and anger. Take note of this. As we read the passage initially, many might have missed a very key word. Love is not angered. No, it says love is not easily angered. That is a very key word because it doesn't say love never gets angry. It says love is not easily angered. So what is the definition for anger? Dictionary says anger is a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. The Bible says whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. Now, we notice in 1 Corinthians, it says love is not easily angered. Now in Proverbs 14, 29, it says love is slow to anger. Ecclesiastes 7, 9 says, do not be quickly provoked in your spirit for anger resides in the lap of fools. And Ephesians 4, 26 makes it even more clear and states, be angry, but in your anger do not sin and do not let the sun go down on your anger. We have great instruction here from multiple passages in multiple books of the Bible that says nothing about anger being wrong. It simply says to be careful with the anger, make sure it is righteous anger, and make sure you are slow to it, not quickly provoked in your spirit. For anger resides in the lap of fools. Again, Ephesians 4.26, be angry, but do not sin in your anger and do not let the sun go down on your anger. Love does not keep a record of wrongs. Dictionary definition says wrong is an injurious, unfair, or unjust act. The Bible says, for if you forgive others their trespasses, their wrongs, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses or wrongs, neither will your Father forgive you of your trespasses or wrongs. Proverbs 20, 22 adds, Do not say, I'll pay you back for this wrong. Wait for the Lord, and he will deliver you. Proverbs 10, 12, Hatred stirs up dissension, but love covers over all wrongs. Love does not delight in evil. Dictionary says evil is morally reprehensible, wicked, sinful, disgusting, unpleasant, vile, morally despicable, or abhorrent, physically repulsive, rotten, unrighteous, vicious, dark. That almost sounds like a Bible verse. And what does the Bible say about evil? The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, pride and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. It sounds like we're rereading in Proverbs, 1 Corinthians, Romans 12, 9. Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, Hold fast to what is good. Psalm 34, 14, turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. 1 Thessalonians 5, 22, abstain from every form of evil. Love rejoices in the truth. Dictionary definition, truth is the body of real things, events, and facts. Actuality, the state of being the case. Something that has actual existence, an actual occurrence. That sounds like the definition of God. 
Does it not? What does the Bible say of truth? 1 John 3.18 Let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. John 1.14 And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John 7.17 Sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. John 8.32 and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Love always protects. Definition from the dictionary. Protect. To cover or shield from exposure, injury, damage, or destruction. To guard. What does the Bible have to say? Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Proverbs 4.23 Psalm 32.7 you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Love always trusts. Definition of trust. Perfect reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. Again, sounds like God. What does the Bible say about trust? Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge Him, and He, God, will direct your paths. That is so much the definition of trust. Psalm 56, 3 through 4. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh, what can other people do to me? Psalm 118.8 It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. How true. Love always hopes. Definition from the dictionary. Hope is to desire with expectation of obtainment or fulfillment. To expect with confidence. Isn't that encouraging? To desire with expectation of obtainment or fulfillment. To expect with confidence. And the Bible speaks so much of the hope that is to lie within us. Do you? Do we do that? Do we hope each day? What does the Bible say of hope? Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. What a promise, Isaiah 40, 31. Love always perseveres. The dictionary says of perseverance that you are in a state or undertaking in spite of counter-influences, opposition, or discouragement, even in the face of lacking any success. That's amazing. I, I feel persevere is one of the most amazing things that we are taught in the Bible, one of the most amazing words that turns into something so powerful in our lives. What does the Bible say of perseverance? You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. Hebrews 10, 36, you need to persevere. You must do it so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Again, perseverance isn't just a word. 
It it's something that is produced in us. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Let's conclude, love never fails. The dictionary definition of failure is to fade or die away, to fall short, to be or become absent or inadequate. Wow. When I read that, I have to admit, I had never looked up the word failure in the dictionary. I've spent way too much time feeling like I am one. But when I looked this up and I, I read that, to fade or die away, to fall short, to be or become absent or inadequate, isn't that exactly what Satan wants us to be? Failures. But yet this definition is so much more powerful than I ever read the word as being. Let's read it one more time to fade or die away, to fall short, to be or become absent or inadequate. So what's the conclusion? So what is love? Love isn't, because love is not a what. Love is a who, and that who is God. And we just read and reviewed each individual attribute of God, which is exactly why love never fails, because God can't fail us. Isn't that amazing? Love is not something we just conjured up. True love is shown and given to every believer by God and was left as an example by Jesus himself while he was on the earth. And isn't it amazing that this passage describes exactly how God loves, how he treats each of his children, those who believe in him. He is always patient with us. He is always kind to us. He is never envious. He does not boast. He is not prideful. He does not dishonor others. He is not self-seeking. Consider, after all, he gave us his one and only son to save us from eternal damnation. He is not easily angered. He keeps no record of wrongs. He states as much, as far as east is from west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Psalm 103.12. He hates evil and rejoices in the truth. He is the truth. He always protects us. He is full of trust, he always hopes, he always perseveres, and he never fails. So where's the evidence that God is all these things and that he is love? Well, let's look at 1 John 4.16. God is love. God is love. And whoever abides in love abides in God, and God, who is love, abides in him, us. God is love. And all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. 1 John 4.19 We only love because God first loved us. Again, we just don't conjure up love. It's because he loved us first. So now the big question might be, so how do we live this out day to day? Well, let's look at Romans 12.9. First of all, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Goodness is God. God is love. Love must be sincere. And indeed, from God to us, it is very sincere. But from us to God is sometimes very insincere. First Chronicles 16.34 Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Love never fails. Proverbs 3.3 let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Not only is this the truth about love, 
It is exactly how we are to engage with God's Word. Don't just read through God's Word and know what it says because you know the gist of the English language. Rather, see every single word for what it means. And if you do that with all of the Bible, your life will change in ways you never imagined and your relationship with God will grow beyond your wildest comprehension and expectation. I hope this challenged you. I hope this challenged your faith today. In this very short passage of scripture that took about five seconds to read, together we spent 20 minutes going over each of these words and how they affect our lives in how we are to love and how we are to receive God's love in our life. Let's pray. We thank you, Lord, for your love that has had no beginning and will have no end, a love which chose us before the foundations of the earth for love that is never measured but freely poured out into every believer. Thank you for your amazing love that was sent in and through Christ to redeem us and for your perfect love that never changes even when we turn our backs and place condition on our love for you. And now we ask all these things in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the one and only true love.